hang out. Just to remind you to visit our www.doubledoserawtalk.store and get your podcast merch and rep with your favorite host miss d and of course my ebook is still available my journal to self-love you know it's my experience and a dose on how to build and rebuild your confidence and be confident so go support the show welcome to double dose of raw talk podcast your weekly dose of many discussions and opinions a show where we get comfortable being uncomfortable and remember no topic is off limits now let's talk about it I'm it's pretty fucking amazing <laughs> nah no, nobody knows a thing the camera's off right the camera's off, oh, camera's off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. i can oh man anyway let's just do the opening one <laughs> Let's jump um, right into it. This is this is gonna be already this episode is like a whole mess. All right, welcome back, guys, to another week and another episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast. I am your host, Miss D, and today I have one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. <laughs> <laughs> my amazing, amazing. Can I say you're still a fellow New Yorker? Like, can I say that? Yeah, that's okay. for life. All that's right, for life. okay, okay. For, do you want to say from where? From where? Born in Brooklyn, raised in Westbury. Okay, Long Island. Okay. Long Island. okay, all right. My good friend, Frank said so. That's how you're going to know him. Don't be asking no more questions. All right, thanks. Sure. <laughs> 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 what, what did we say, guys? Like, the, mm. lately, my, lately, my guests be wanting to be, you know, a little bit of mystery here. So I got to respect that. <laughs> So thank you so much for finally coming on the show. It's a long yeah, time overdue. Since the first episode. <laughs> this is the first episode. It's like, yo, we're going we gonna to do this. I'm like, hell yeah. Let me know when this you're ready. The first episode. Spring, We've been talking about summer, it. Fall, yeah. A whole year. Spring, a whole, yeah. A whole, this is episode 71, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a whole year. There has to be something. Well, if, if it matters and if it makes a difference. One of my favorite numbers is the number seven. Same. They got to mean mm-hmm. something. Do we want to give a backstory on how we know each other? <sighs> IG. <laughs> Strictly IG. <laughs> how many years has it been? I think it's two years because it started it- the page way before I launched mm-hmm. the podcast. So I think it's it's going to it's going to be about two years. We're, we're so uh, 2021, right? Yeah. You have. And I know there's probably a whole lot of people that can relate to this. We have friends, folks. We have had dope conversations, shared a lot, discussed a lot, true support, true, true friendship, and never met these people at all in real life. Never shook a hand, never hugged anything. It's amazing that end of, you know, social media. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, you know, I remember chat rooms, you Ooh. know, you call in and you like, yo, you paid somebody with a time. And then the last four digits of the, the chat room phone number and you meet in yeah. there. I have a friend that we met. We were both 19. Okay. And we would get in there and roast folks. I mean, snapping. <laughs> jo- you know how crazy you got to be to to start snapping jokes on someone in a chat room that you can't see. You just hear their voice. <laughs> like <laughs> this in there cracking jokes on folks. And when I moved to DC, we actually met up in person and we've been friends now 21 years. Wow. You know, yeah. so many people look at social media as the worst thing ever. Yeah. Oh, it destroys relationships. It does this. It's like I've had so many amazing experiences and now look, two years later, we we done laughed, cried, had wild jokes, dope conversations. And now we're at a place I've watched you grow this, you know, 71 episodes. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, don't get me. An idea. You're like, you know what? I I set everything up, but I don't know how I'm gonna do this. <laughs> I have work. I, I got a son. I'm like, I don't want to do no fucking yeah. podcast. How am I gonna yeah. keep this going? 71 episodes later. Yeah, yeah. It's dope. Thank you for being here with me. I appreciate that. To that. Re- I'm not gonna say what's in this bottle. It's not water though. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't iced tea. <laughs> Thank you so much. So you know, I 
it is so I'm definitely one of those people who has felt like oh my god social media is a devil but because of its negative uses and the people right it's it's the people who yeah. are the ones who impact the purpose of what social media should really be about I would never imagine a day in my life like meeting anyone from any other state right you know, to be in a space now where we could do that. And then we ended up into forced quarantine, which helps <laughs> people it flourish, did. you know, some friendships. Um, yep. So, so naturally, so organically, mm-hmm. we are Scorpios. Yes, <laughs> and that's actually how the connection happened. Mm-hmm. It, okay. It was, I think it was like on this, like <laughs> power to the Scorpios IG page. And we were commenting and I think it was a know thy Scorpio. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Which we saw. <laughs> <laughs> um, where, where, like, yo, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yep. we've been, uh, you know, virtual friends, but genuine friends ever since. All right. So this is going to be an interesting episode. Uh, it was, it's funny the, the way we opened the conversation, um, for, for this I don't even know what to call this. This is going to feel like a therapy session maybe, or just like a (laughs) venting session. I don't know, but there's definitely something that I want to bring to the table to discuss. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you know this by now, but for any new listeners coming to the show, uh, we have now uh, revamped, or maybe I should say, excuse the Bronx revamped, or maybe I should say, (laughs) I got got to apologize for my space. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, we now have a new opening segment, not really a segment. It's just an opener kind of like, the bridge between the icebreaker and a, a new segment, and it's called the raw mess of the week. I don't know if you know who. <laughs> I don't know if you know who this rapper called G Herbal is. Do you know who that is? Have you heard his name? You said G Herbal, like herbal tea. <laughs> Not herbal tea. Oh, okay. He goes okay. by G Herbal on IG. He is okay. the baby daddy to uh taina who is the stepdaughter of rapper fabulous so i don't know if that's connecting the dots a little bit for you interesting okay Okay. so he's also like a rapper right he's a rapper not like a rapper let me put some respect on his name because i have heard some of his music and i do happen to like it he's a little young too i believe he's younger than me i'm glad he doesn't have little in his name that's that's you know what i have to agree with you I do not, I'm so over the littles. I'm I'm over the littles. Uh, First of all, the one and only little that I accept in my entire life is little Wayne. Wayne. That's it. That's it. I don't want to hear about nobody else. He's pushing it at this point because he's what, almost 40? Like you you get to a point where. Yeah, but he's so little. (laughs) He's like, I take little Kim and then I accept the little Wayne. That's it, guys. That's it. I'm just that's it. So this man, this rapper, he actually mm-hmm. has a child with someone prior to that. Um, okay. her name is Ari, right? And you know, she's she's a public figure out in the masses, too. I think she's absolutely beautiful. Both women are very beautiful, you know. Fabulous is a grandpa now. For those of you who that's chewed me wild. up several episodes ago when I said he's an old school rapper. Boom. He's an old school rapper because he's a granddaddy now. Okay. Anyway, so. G R A N D P. (laughs) (laughs) Grandpa. Um, Ari, she had a birthday party. And yes, Diana's a new mom. And yes, there's a whole new baby at home. But he was seen at this birthday party in support of. And of course, social media blew it the fuck up like oh my god all these blogs started checking if Diana was following g herbal if g herbal was following Diana. oh my god is because he went to support ari at her birthday party like a whole thing came out of that right um somebody he's, did got, it. he's got a child with both women right? with both women yes it's her birthday so party he's in, in the ends because he went to support they're in the industry no they... one's married no <laughs> okay Yes. Common single father. Yes. He goes to support one. Yeah. And I'm sure he's going to support the other. Yeah. Well, and he's with this, the other one. He's with her. He's actively with. Yeah, he's actively with her. Does she have an issue with it? I mean, I think social media made it a big deal because they unfollowed yeah. each other. And, and you know, the narrative was already created that it's because, oh, my God, he went to Ari's birthday party. 
um, there is an interview where they asked him about that. And he was like, no, he's like, it has nothing to do with that. Like her and I have followed each other for something personal, but they're still together. You know, he was like, that's my baby. And that's when it comes to Ari, he was like, yeah, it was her birthday. Yeah, I was there. Like, no big deal. Like, you know, it was nothing to him. Two pieces of this, right? Social media, remember what I said, social media can be trash, right? Mm -hmm. Social media can definitely be trash. You know, those bloggers, you know, for clickbait, you know, they will create a story, a whole narrative, right? If in general, two people are no longer together, right? Mm -hmm. Sure, they both may have moved on. She's also dating someone, another rapper. Are we not supposed to support, even if it is for a birthday, even if we are in the same industry, even if it is an actual event, like not to say a birthday is not an actual event, but let's say a fundraiser. Let's, let's say anything of that kind at whatever time, are we just not supposed to because of what the media or what any regular, regular schmegler person is going to say, if they catch me at this event, supporting my ex, like why? So because the child's not there. Oh my God, I'm breaking the rules. Here's my thoughts on Yes. And it's simple. Yes. Fuck people and their opinions. <laughs> there are way too many opinions masquerading as facts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, you know, that's what drives cancel culture and so many other things. Mm. You have folks that really like to put their stamp on a situation they have no facts on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're looking in from the outside and deriving conjectures, and that somehow becomes an article. Right. Media has been replaced by social media, mm-hmm. and the court of public opinion takes over, even though the court of public opinion has no bearing. Oh, everybody's a and lawyer. Everybody's an expert. Yeah, everybody's a lawyer. Everyone's a Pulitzer Prize winning yes. author. Everyone's yes. a, you know, a photographer. Mm-hmm. It's all bullshit. And unfortunately, more often than not, people's feelings get supported, um, promoted, mm-hmm. and presented as the truth or as fact. Mm-hmm. But the reality, there's no you don't know what they were thinking. You don't know shit. Right? You don't know what's going on in their household. You don't right. know what discussions they've had. You're not in their text messages. You're not, right. you're not tapping their phone. You don't know right. the basics, the boundaries, the facets of their relationship. Their right. three-ended relationship. Yeah, yeah. You don't know. So someone like myself, I don't speak on things I don't know. because I know better. Mm -hmm. But to answer your question, I don't see anything necessarily wrong Mm -hmm. being in the music industry. Right. That is, if you don't attend certain things, it's similar to politics. You know, Mm -hmm. I was a chair of the Democratic Party of Oregon's Black Caucus for years in the state Mm -hmm. of Oregon. I got called out for not attending an LGBTQ event. You know, they real quick to call out the one thing you didn't do. But I called them back. I was like, I didn't see you at a Juneteenth event. Did I make a deal about it? Say that. Why? Because you're not black. I don't expect you to be at a Juneteenth event. Mm -hmm. I didn't go to this event. I'm not in that community. Mm Mm-hmm. There, it, it's not something that I am, you know, consciously Active. trying or actively aware. Don't mistake me not physically being there as me not supporting the cause. Me not going doesn't mean I'm not fighting for you. I'm the chair of the caucus. Do it off of, I'm not, I don't respect positions or feelings. I respect facts. And that's, mm-hmm. I know for me, that has cost me in, you know, relationships. It has cost me, you know, professionally. I can't get to a place where I'm more worried about your feelings than the actual issue. It, you know, everyone's quick to jump on a tweet Oof. without fact checking or an mm-hmm. Instagram post. And there's a, people post a lot of bullshit. Lot it of sounds impelling like, oh man, that's so deep. No, it's not. <laughs> you, know, you know, Denzel didn't say half the shit that those memes. Not Denzel. Can we leave Denzel out of this, though? <laughs> he says a lot of dope shit, too. But it's like, <laughs> he even he said at one point, he's like, yeah, I didn't say that. That wasn't. 
your 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 feelings your thoughts your opinions about a situation cool i'm not here to change that it is what it is mm-hmm. you know i'm not i'm not You're here to do it to right right i i know what my side is i know what my truth is i know what my opinion is and what my thoughts are um i'm just not also here to entertain bullshit narratives yeah. i'm not here to do that like that's not what's gonna happen let's base it by the facts let's base it by what was said what was done is there proof cool there's proof okay cool let's go by that let's not go by what dots you connected because guess what you you also probably created the entire puzzle to make your dots connect perfectly mm-hmm. and i don't got time to do puzzles and i don't got time to create them either that's it end of story you know when it comes to the the situation it's at hand the situation itself you know famous people music industry or regular mm-hmm. people like us you know it's like to me, it's just like if if the space and the energy is a good one, it's healed, yeah. it's in peace, it yeah. is with a purpose for this child or these mm-hmm. children. I don't see the big issue or the big problem. And I'm starting mm-hmm. to realize, and, and it's interesting that you pick you said it. You know, there's the media and then there's social media. And it's really social media that dedicates their time. You know, whoever <laughs> decides to find this purpose in their blog, right? Mm-hmm. To create these narratives create these stories just for for traction that's all it really is like what ex- what what exact purpose are you delivering by creating a narrative just because you have a video of one person at the same location as the other celebrating a birthday and they mm-hmm. happen to share a child to then tag and hashtag and yep. essentially you are disturbing a, a whole new mom that's what you're the, doing yeah the and, the insensitivity for ad revenue, the insensitivity Mm -hmm. that's put out there for um, site traffic. Mm -hmm. If folks really understood and accepted, I'm going to say understood and accepted the mechanics behind social media, this is a business. Yeah, like the church and faith, it's a business. Business. Mm. You cannot glaze over that fact. Yeah, social media is awesome, but it's still a business. How is it a business? We generate billions of dollars. So, to get back to the raw mess of the week topic, supporting baby mama, it's one thing if it's just you know regular people. These are celebrities. You have right. appearance contracts. You have, you know, a public All of that. idea. All Your of that. revenue is driven by a If your ego is that fragile, you mm-hmm. probably shouldn't be with someone in that industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he went, he's fine with it. She's fine with it. Understandably, the you know, the other, you know, mom is fine with it. Mm-hmm. If people on the outside having a problem with it, then there isn't really a problem. Yeah, fuck them. No, I agree 1000%. I definitely want to just keep it all the way raw with this. It it is possible that in a perfect world, you know, um, there's a podcast I listen to and they're very pro, you know, breaking the stigma around the name baby mom and baby daddy, right? Yeah. Um, and, and it's offensive and, as hell. Right. And 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 I would like to think that it doesn't necessarily have to be negative, right? Just like they say, shout out to the podcast, good moms, bad choices. Um, but it you know, it doesn't have to be a bad term or it doesn't have to have this negative thing around mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? And with that being said, if everyone is coexisting and getting along, mm-hmm. then it is okay. It is okay to normalize that too, that everyone can be in the same room for whatever the reason is, for whatever the purpose is. People are so not used to seeing that at peace all. and balance. At the all. Drama, the drama is just uh, the norm. Always. So, you know, I have friends, you know, they have kids together. They've been divorced for years. They've never been married for years. They do a lot of different things together. And you really start to get an idea for the people that come in and out of their lives. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, she ain't make it. Six months, she couldn't take it. Yeah. Why? Oh, she still thinks we're fucking. I was like, but that's not even like y'all. Right. Like that's her insecurities. Okay. Right. Or his insecurities. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. But you have folks out there that that oh that's not possible. It's, it's not possible, right? They fucking. <laughs> they gotta be fucking. If you have consenting adults that are fine with it. 
and other folks are, that's the other folks, you know, issue. Yeah, let them live. That's my thing. Like, just keep in mind, this woman just had this baby. She don't need all the stressors. If her and her um, fiance are going through whatever they're going through, that's between the two of them. That's not for anybody to go and, you know, create a whole narrative and a whole story for clickbait. And don't get it twisted. I love a good tea. I love a good fucking story. Mm -hmm. But I think, I think that to some extent, we do have to be just slightly mindful of certain situations that do not need, you know, attention necessarily or a whole rumor created around it. That yeah. that's just my whole thing with it. Um and when it be and when it comes to actual people at the end of the day, you know, I discussed this in the last episode about Shikari, our track star, right? Mm-hmm. Who who got, you know, herself into some Olympic troubles, right? But she said, mm-hmm. like, I'm human. And so are they. They're human too. Like, just right. People are human. She's... Like, cut it Man. out. Like, let people live in their spaces, do their work, be moms, be new moms, do what, do what they have to do without every single moment creating a whole story or creating a stigma. Again, let's normalize the possibility that co-parenting can actually be a seamless lifestyle. It can actually be a coexisting lifestyle. It can actually be a positive lifestyle. I am one who I am very proud of the co-parenting life I have today with my son's father and his wife. Like, let let that be okay. Mm-hmm. Let it be normal. Let's not keep doing all like he shit. Oh, you see, girl, we told you so. Oh, he's a rapper. Oh, this was a matter of time. Or just like her mama. Like, no, cut the shit out. Yeah. But most <laughs> importantly, um, you know, there's a bigger picture here. And and I've been saying it for quite some time. Famous, not famous, regular, regular, regular people, like <sighs> you know, enough is enough, you know, and, and I'm sure none of these fucking blogs are going to listen to this episode or maybe, but I just think we just need to be mindful. That's all that that's my big thing. I think, I think it's okay to normalize, you know, a good, a good, healthy environment between mm-hmm. co-parents. That's all. That's all I mean. Absolutely. That's all Absolutely. it is really for the segment of as raw as I guess, I want to highlight uh, <laughs> a specific series that I came across and I did talk to you about. So we're going to highlight two series, right? On yeah. both these segments. Um, but I want to touch, touch top specific topics of the series. So the first one, uh, for as far as I guess, I'm going to title it, um, is your sex resume essential? Okay. And we're talking about the Netflix series, sex life. Okay. And this one, it was a good, it was a really good series. Very, very interesting, but a few things came out of this and I want to highlight them, um, for an overview discussion, right? Because I don't want to give all the tea. Because mm-hmm. I need people to watch it if they haven't watched it, because at the end of the day, it is a good fucking series. Um, yes, specifically, episode three at the 19 minute mark, there is a shocking revelation. In the sh- <laughs> I just need y'all. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you gonna take a drink. <laughs> I just need y'all to watch it. Okay. Um, but. Um, we are going to give a little bit of insight on certain things that happen here. Why this is so relevant to the conversation of egos, of emotional responses, of certain things just being pure bullshit and, you know, shitty fucking people. Uh, so with that being said, sex life, the main character, um, she had a weird fucking name, but we would call her Billy or B, yeah, when, you know, yeah. like her best friend, Sasha calls her. Okay. There's a few things here. She is happily married. You're perfect. You know, uh, upstate was it upstate yeah it was, uh, it was connecticut connecticut connecticut. connecticut like you know yeah like that in itself i was just like oh shit this bitch lives a good life right now yeah it was a good coming, life coming from long island yeah greenwich connecticut was like that's like pandalas like yes no. if you can live in greenwich then you made it you made it yo and he had the house and he showed it to her when mm-hmm. they were dating. So the 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 whole overview of this is this woman is basically thinking, missing, daydreaming, obsessing, lusting, still fantasizing of an ex-boyfriend whose name is Brad. And she decides to begin to write about it because she needs to let this out, right? She needs to vent this out. Just release it. And she's writing a journal on her very beautiful, I think it was a MacBook Pro. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But her husband, 
you know, who's like your perfect husband. Um, he reads it. He fucking decides to read her fucking journal and he is P I S. Did you ever watch the movie The Sweetest Thing when the girl on the <laughs> I was gonna spell pissed? She was like P-I-S-E-D. And she's like Pist. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this girl was pissed. P I S S E D. champs. <laughs> that was such a tangent. Sorry, Man. guys. No, um, good, so good. she was, she was, you know, he was pissed. He was so fucking pissed. It happens off of graphic. Yes, they were. I mean, they were detailed. They were detailed. And it wasn't just so remember stuff. It was a emotional yes aspects of it, which yes ate at him. Yes, I think that's the part. I, well, for one, is the fact that she remembered every single detail that she wrote about it. Mm-hmm. She described how it made her feel. Yeah. It was very, it was an intimate journal entry. Very intimate. Don't very, read diaries, niggas. <laughs> stay, like, don't, don't do listen, y'all be thinking only Private women be looking through reason. phones and shit. Like some of you men don't do it. Um, don't go looking. Off the bat and see in, in episode one, you know, he reads this, he's upset. You know, they did try to have sex as a married couple. It didn't work. Okay. Um, he also off the bat, you see, he's not quite giving her all the attention. You know, he's really much so all about his kids. Yeah. But you know, just a side note though, I need her to change out of that bata and put some clothes on because I had a problem with the fact that she was wearing the same bata. For those of you who don't know, bata is like the little pajama dress from morning yeah. to night, ma'am. And, yeah. you know, you was trying shower? to ride this man. And I don't, I don't know if I would have been okay with that. I just wanted to, you know, make a note of that. Um, effort goes along. Just, just a little bit of effort. Um, when he reads it, he reads it the next day from, you know, their encounter. And the first thing he does is then he's like, fucks the shit out of her. Bent her over, over the counter in the kitchen. Fucks the shit out of her. And it was like everything to her, right? But guess what? The shit was not enough. That was a short-term fix. No pun intended on the short, but it was a short-term fix, okay? It was not sustainable. It was just not sustainable at all. Mm -hmm. My thing is, there's a few things I think I saw wrong with this, right? And I want to highlight this because I am so pro-communication and relationships. I'm a very single, divorcee woman, right? I've been married, I've been divorced, I've been in relationships, I've been in situationships, the whole nine yards, right? I I have my own intimate standards of fun and sexual lifestyle, casual or intimate. And I am very pro-communication. And I feel like what we saw in that series was a whole fucking disaster of communication or lack thereof. And not only that, but also... I saw just such a confused woman that in my opinion, I feel that the only reason she got married was because A, she did not want to go back to the ex because she was so short time after time that he would just come back within a month. But B, I really think her husband at some point was a real rebound. She only met him a month after he did, her ex really broke two up months. with her. Two months. So two was months it two months? I thought broke, it was a month. I'm sorry. It, it was two, according to Sasha. Her best according, friend. Okay. It was two months, and she was Sasha was tired of scraping her up off the floor and piecing yes. her back together. And you know that's why she encouraged him. You know he, I mean he was smooth with that shit. He was. He was smooth. He was very charming, I, very handsome. I, I, I was. I was quite impressed with it. He had I'm big dick energy. Can you help me? Put, it, that was big dick energy right there. Man, his so ego many people was there. Think. Big dick energy means, you know, or is limited to having, you know, big dick. No, no. it's a measure of confidence yes. and audacity. Yes. That, you know, if that's not who you are, yeah, it's not who you are. It's just not who you are, right? Yeah. You can't fake it. You can't try it. You know, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. Um, Sorry, guys. You know, <laughs> so... <laughs> You get to a space where he was—he was—he was hitting all all the blocks. Man. He definitely was, yeah. You know, witty. You know, just just not aggressive. You know, there, there's a fine line between uh, pursuing and stalking. You know, oh, he okay. rode that line like a champ over the course of being married, having kids, reading some you should not have read. Mm-hmm. You got to respect individual privacy even in a relationship and a marriage i don't know why that's a lost art 
they're still an individual. It's right. not yours, leave it alone. She's human. Yeah, she needs, men need that space too. That's why I don't understand going through people's stuff, going through phones is like, I paid a bill on this shit. Mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. my, this is private. This is personal. Mm-hmm. You know, married or not, I think everyone still needs those private spaces for their thoughts. Right. And the beauty of a solid relationship is that they choose to bring that to you because you've proven to be a safe space. Right, right, right. A lot of people haven't mastered the art of being a safe space for their relationships. They rely on their good looks. They rely on their bank account. They rely on their dick. They rely on their pussy to be the things that um, take the place of, but nothing Mm -hmm. can take the place of someone being a safe space for your heart and your true feelings. And in this dynamic with um, uh, B and her husband, Cooper, he Cooper, yeah, he wasn't that space for her at all. He provided a financial, he provided the you know emotional emotional um, support. Mm-hmm. He provided everything, yeah. but he wasn't a safe space for her secrets. Right. Ooh, not her, her secrets. Was, her secrets, her diary. I mean, think about it. They got married, had two kids. She's been separate. Uh, she hadn't seen this dude that she's been fantasizing Brad eight years. How is it you're with somebody dating, engaged, and married eight years, and you've never had these conversations about your sexual, you know, desires, the things that you want, the things that are that brought you joy. Okay, I'm glad you're saying that because it's actually one of the things I want to touch on. Mm-hmm. Is that part hence is your sex resume essential? It's this is your resume, right? Um and I call it just the sex because the word experience was going to be too long. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it is this supposed to be part of you know that 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 the final countdown, that final person, your last your one and done. You know what I mean? Like is that so I'm not talking about body count. That's not mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. I'm talking yeah, that's about such a small part of it. Right. The yeah. resume, like I've done this or I've done that or I experienced this or I like this. Like, is that again, are we normalizing that? I don't know if we're fully normalizing it or if we're making it a safe space, whether he was her safe space in a moment for her to express herself. If something was missing, I don't know if it's being normalized that between two people who are spouses, there should be at least a tiny little given non-negotiable safe space where we can discuss certain experiences no names you know no face no case um absolutely but but are we supposed to be doing that hey hey guys i wanted to remind you guys that if you have been thinking about starting your own podcast or you have a podcast and it just needs a little bit of help we have the solution for you today's show is brought to you by idea to launch academy the only multicultural podcast academy that to date has helped launch over 500 podcasts yep you heard that right 500 i mean anyone can launch a podcast but it takes lots of hard work and a solid foundation to have a profitable and successful podcast that stands out from the rest you can google how to start a podcast and publish it And then, yeah, who's going to listen? I mean, I have been podcasting for well over a year. And while there have been many milestones and success with this podcast that you are tuned into, the greatest part of it all is building the wonderful relationships and partnerships with some of the best guests and fellow podcasters. And most importantly, the listeners. They are the reason why we're here. (laughs) Carlo Omeris, the CEO and founder of Idea to Launch, has put together a course that will help you take your podcast from idea to launch in just 30 days with her proven five-phase formula that helped her reach over 100,000 downloads in less than a year without social media presence or any tech background. Your artwork, recording, editing, marketing, and so much more. Also, when you are part of the course, you become a part of a community of podcasters. I'm one of them. Use the link in our show description to enroll in the Launcher Podcast in 30 Days 
2.0. Let them know that Double Dose of Raw Talk sent you and get the Instagram 101 crash course for free. Enrollment is open. We should be doing that when dating. We shouldn't mm. wait till we get to marriage. Mm. I've had, you know, back in early years, prior to getting married and so forth, I had a lot of first dates. Oh. And I asked, you know, I, I'm an open book. I'd be like, look, I'm looking for this. I'm looking for this. I'm looking for sex three to five times a week. That is not <laughs> an option. You know, I understand periods, all that things. Hey, you know, if, if you know, a period is not something that stops a sentence for you. Hey, we can do that too. Right. But if if that's a week and a half or however many days you need, uh, some people's much less. That. Yeah, but some you people's know, much less. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can live with that. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to get into a monogamous relationship, i.e., taking each other off the market, why the fuck would you go into that doing less than what you're doing as a single individual? Amen to that. There because we go. all you're gonna exactly. do is regret being in this relationship because right. single life was the shit i got right. head two times a day i got some good box three to five times a week i didn't have any drama i didn't have any stress i cooked my meals i love how i cook you know i was able to manage everything yeah. and here this woman comes along or you know for females okay here comes this dude and they want to make it monogamous but he ain't fucking you the same frequency Mm-hmm. same intensity same mm-hmm. passion mm-hmm. that these three other dudes that you know they were your regulars right you know they they handle it right you're look ideally all of us are looking for one person to meet a lot of different needs that i need i need my one person to meet all of them yeah you know not you, a lot you, all of them all of them <laughs> you know hey you know wonder dick if you're out there a destroyer. <laughs> destroyer. <laughs> I said that a few episodes ago. <laughs> I wish I had a Thor's hammer right about now. That'd be funny. <laughs> you know, but I think everyone, male, female, if you've had sex, you're looking for good sex or better sex. Yeah. If you've had bomb head, you never forget your throat goat. You never forget the dude that is. Say that. Say that one more time for the people in the back. Your throat. <laughs> your you never throat, forget your throat goats. Your throat. You know, your Three thousand goats. There's a you whole stop. You know what? I've. I'm gonna add that to my throat goat. <laughs> hey, for women, you never forget the dude that made you squirt. You never forget the dude that made you come nine times in the night. You Fucking mean shit. <laughs> You never forget the dude that had your legs shaking, had you calling off work, you know. Hey, same person. Fuck him, he <laughs> Fuck that dude. Fuck him, <laughs> we don't, the more sexual experiences you have, the more opportunity is to have awesome memories. Mm, you don't yes. forget those memories. The reality is, unless there is open communication mm-hmm. and you are okay with rejection and starting over. Mm-hmm. The likelihood of settling for 80-20 is very high. Uh. A lot of folks are not comfortable with putting it out there and being rejected. Mm-hmm. Especially someone they're really interested in. You know, you meet somebody and you start imagining all this shit is like, no, Try to be friends first. <laughs> and friends have real conversations. Right. You know, I, you can fuck somebody the first night. That, hey, that's allowed. But that doesn't mean you're in love. That right. means you fucked another adult the same you, right, night. Right. Get out your head and get out your, you know, your scenarios and focus on the moment right. and have those real conversations. Right. Hey, how do you feel about anal beats? Right. Talk about it. Talk about it. How do you it. feel about, you know, ropes and weights and chains? Right. How do you feel about, you know, sex parties? How do you feel about, you know, polyamory? How do you feel about, you know, threesomes? You know, mm-hmm. if you're not having those conversations while you're dating someone, mm-hmm. you missed a fucking boat. Yep. Because you're setting yourself up to be disappointed or pleasantly surprised 
And too few of us are pleasantly surprised when you get to a point of, oh, we're monogamous and, you know, we're, we're together, we're a thing, we're an item. And yeah, you know, she's good, man. She's good. What was that? Best man Christmas or holiday? All the best they man holiday. The he's like, man, so who, who, who who's better on rocking the mic? And he's yeah. like, Shelby. <laughs> they all did say shout, shout out to Shelby. She was he's so like, proud. Yeah. She he's was like, like microphone yeah. check. I he's heard like, you, girl. What? Yes. It's like, hey. But he still, and he still loved his wife. He still loved yeah. his wife. He adored his wife. He was still protective of his wife, regardless yeah. of what her past was and whatnot. But it's true. He was still in a raw moment. That. Yeah, he was like, he his face. I went up. He was like, Shelby. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah guys. <laughs> hey, dating is just collecting data. It is. You do not have to date one person at a time. You can date as many people as you want. Put your stuff out there as well. Mm-hmm. I think we're too worried about, I know personally for me, I was worried about being seen as, you know, a freak or sex craze or this. I like what I like. Yeah. You know, I, I, I didn't start having sex until I was 18. My 18th birthday, it was a college campus at midnight, you know, stroke of midnight. You know, it, it was uh, okay. a great night. Okay. You know, but even that, you know. Stroke it, of midnight. That may just be the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you get to a place where. You know, I was smitten. It was fun. It was great. It was a freshman year of college. Girl turned out to be engaged. So my what first time see? was is was drama. But that didn't define how I looked at everybody, you know, every other woman going forward. But you, you're mindful. If you make the choice to step out of a monogamous relationship and have a physical, even if it's just a physical relationship with somebody else, the reality is you cannot, you cannot share your body with another person mm-hmm. and feel nothing. That is true. You can suppress right. everything. You may take to alcohol, cigarettes, working out, drowning yourself in work or something or to other balance it out. But <laughs> You're not going to walk away with nothing. Right, right. Absolutely. There's different levels to it. You know, um, levels of intention, levels mm-hmm. of purpose, intensity. Um, intensity, right? Like there's so many different levels to that. Um, and, and, you know, even with this and, and there's, you said something that was such a good segue into the next segment. Um, because again, I don't want to give all the story. I need people to go to Netflix. And if you don't have an account, I will lend you my login and my password so you can watch sex life. And then when you tell me you're done, I'm going to change my password. But um, <laughs> like I need people to go watch this to understand because there's so much that could have been prevented yep. from jump had, had, had Billy um, said what she needed to say, had Cooper, you know, been more attentive. I'm not saying he deserved it. I'm not saying any of this. And let me be clear. She did not cheat in my opinion. Exactly. Okay. In my opinion, because for some people, and then we could lead into the next segment. Oh, he's cheating emotionally. Having fantasies, right? All of that is cheating. And uh, if I ain't been throated. That don't mean I'm going to give y'all his number though. (laughs) (laughs) I just need to put this shit out there. That's not what that means. When you talk about a monogamous relationship, mm-hmm. I'm not worried about nobody. It's, it's like, get away. You know, you, what's the spray? Bitch be gone. It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm not worried about nobody else. I'm focused on you. Don't ask me for that if you're not ready for all of it. That, <laughs> that's, that's how I see it. Don't ask me for that if you're not ready for it's all not, of it. Because I'm okay without being monogamous. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with the... The moment you ask me for monogamy... You better be ready for all of it. Even more so, if that's not something you're willing to learn, mm-hmm. invest in, mm-hmm. support happily, and engage in, it's probably a good time to walk away from. She not for you. Relationship. Yeah, yeah, she and not you for need you. To be okay with that. If it's something that you learn about someone that you can't fully support enthusiastically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not the person for you. 
let let that sink in let that sink in not just in the bedroom yeah let that statement sink in that that does not apply just in the bedroom but in absolutely everything of that being in their existence including the bedroom I'm just interested to know what people think um just because with the whole fantasies and just the communication and and you know resumes and (sighs) frankly I didn't I always confuse the resume with the body count, but I mm-hmm. do think that it is, you know, as someone who's pro communication, like it is two different things. Mm-hmm. And I too need to get comfortable with knowing that, you know, the whole, you know, multiple sexcapades is not for everybody. You know, that type of lifestyle is not for everybody. Not everybody has experienced it. Not everybody's going to be okay with it. Not everybody's going to be okay with the option to it or other things that I may need to fulfill mm-hmm. that 20%, you know? So um, that being on a very personal and intimate note, but also just for anybody in general, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think we need to just um, quote unquote be okay or settle for lack of a better word. Um, mm-hmm. I think at least if we do throw it on the table for discussion, um, you know, then nobody could say, oh, I didn't know. I had no idea. I didn't know yeah. you lived this life or I did. I had no idea. This is what you wanted or this is what you liked or, or things like that. The, the, I had no idea. It's, uh, it just, it just kicks you in the fucking It is ass. the epitome of lack of communication. There's one thing you did mention. It's, uh, applies to, uh, the, double or nothing segment which is titled oops i slept with someone you mentioned um you know the whole piece of you know if if we're not fucking if i'm not fucking it's not cheating right and you had an experience with someone who was engaged for your 18th birthday that was your (laughs) stroke at midnight uh keeping it raw and and i want to just specifically highlight you saw the agenda It, it surrounds one key concept uh, regarding the show again um and and what's so crazy is it was triggering for me to watch sex life and it was triggering for me to watch sex life was just a full-on complete series at once on netflix while i'm watching the series run the world run the world right yeah. um which is episode by episode week by week and the week i choose to watch sex life is in between the weeks that one of the girls in run the world an excellent series you guys please mm-hmm. go check it out it's on it. stars All was it on stars was it on, it's stars? on stars yeah on stars um, I pay for that subscription too. I mean, I'll give you my login. It's okay. Um, it is based here in New York City. Kind of think of like what Sex in the City Harlem, is, but better. Yeah. Okay. Um, Much better. What is crazy, and I and I want to tackle this in spe- this specifically. Whitney, um, she's getting married. She's getting married to her one and only. His name is Ola. Amazing cast, amazing actors, mm-hmm. right? But there's a concept Absolutely. in there that applies to this whole thing of, oh my gosh, she was engaged. Oh my gosh, she actually fucked. That means she cheated. Whitney has only known him, right? Has only had one dick, one man, okay? For how many years? For so it's long. High okay, they're about to get married since high school. They're adults. They have careers. They, they are In their amazing. 30s. In their 30s. Amazing. Look at how long they've been together, right? She steps out one night. She fucks the community dick, okay? Because this, this guy who they see apparently has fucked several, including two of her friends, I think, fucked him. I think. I'm, I don't remember. So all three fucked him? All of them fucked him? I think all of them got a shit. Um, he ends up cheating right and towards uh, the end of the series well not the end towards the current um uh, episode of the series she decides to tell her fiance the truth because it's been eating her up alive she's not okay with it you know it's bothering her all the all the process of the wedding is getting to her and she tells him and homegirl lost control he 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 gave it to her raw well i mean he gave it to her raw because they totally fucked but he mm-hmm. he he read her for filth he did and this is his fiance this is the woman he's adored and loved um but she cheated and my question here is uh and, and we definitely highlighted on this a little bit but more so deeper on this and you know there is he says something that i want to quote he said you know, the real problem is that she betrayed him. And what stood out to me with that, you know, yes, in his mind, to your point, he like, oh my God, this man is touching you. Oh my God, like you, you let him touch you. Like all yeah. of this is going through his mind. But yeah. what stood out to me with him was that 
it was the betrayal piece. It was the part where he's looked at her all these years and he just saw perfection. Like yep. no one can tell him nothing about her. And so when we think about a sex resume and when you're the only person on her sex resume and suddenly she can add one more task or here task. comes another entry you know, here comes another entry suddenly her yeah. resume went to shit suddenly and i'm not saying he's supposed to tolerate it she was very apologetic i know it's a series and it's a show she was crying she was on her knees pleading and begging him like like i love you i still want to be with you i'm so sorry right she told the truth right she came clean but and did it privately and did it private she didn't do it right 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 like is everything supposed to go to shit? I know she almost, she pretty much threw everything to shits, but is everything supposed to now go through shits? Because essentially you've been the only one on her sex resume. I mean, Alice. are we looking, are we looking at cheating as something that, you know, again, there's levels to that. There's measures to that. Is it, is it, you know, for some people cheating includes just fantasies, not necessarily a physical encounter, you know, for others, the actual physical encounter of fucking oh my god that's a full-on betrayal i mean she didn't share any emotions with this man she didn't share any intimacy with this man she didn't share any anything no, of that kind really community dick she saw him she was like oh fuck it i've never literally never been with anybody else i'm about to get married fuck it let's do it fuck it yeah and i honestly believe everyone's allowed one good fuck up okay in work and in relation every one just one cheating isn't necessarily something where i would you know throw away the entire relationship okay well but this girl with whitney uh for a, a quick second i thought well maybe it was the cold feet maybe it was like oh shit this shit is getting real like i've had this man in my life this whole time and i was really going to commit and this is it right but then i did feel like maybe there's a somewhere deep inside her where she's been just possibly living up to others expectations and, and not she being, mentioned that and she mentions it and yep. not really being who she truly wants to be to her level yep. of freedom to her level of just yep. you know being herself being maybe slightly careless maybe not necessarily yeah. uptight and upright at 24 7 she used excel you know? spreadsheets for grocery lists for grocery lists like yeah. she she had a control complex she had to be in control of everything one thing that uh all it stuck out with me when he was getting ready yeah. to you can't control, control this part of this yes i can appreciate with i can appreciate humanity while still i mean is it is it Oof. is it crossing the line if in my mind because i am human and temptation might play a role in that mm -hmm. that i am having a fantasy with that person just in my what mind doing your head is your business that people, well because some people constitute that as cheating remember that they're fucking lunatics <laughs> you have no control over another human you don't own another human you don't have ownership rights over another human or their yeah. mind yeah and that's where a lot of people go. They think, oh, you're mine. It's like, no, the fuck I'm not. You know, this ain't your dick. It's your turn. That's what Cooper told Billy. You yeah. are all mine. Remember, he told him while he was, when he bent out, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. And people at the end of the day. People have an ownership complex. Yes. And he only said that because he didn't see this big swinging dick of a, of a Brad. Yeah. And when he saw that shit, literally, y'all. I don't even want to grab my thermal bottle at this mm. moment because it's reminded yeah. me of. <laughs> hey, you know, it, it's an ego issue. I remember going on a date. I was living in D.C. First date and went out to dinner. You know, none, none too fancy. We were talking, having a great conversation. And she asked, so what are you looking for? I was like, can I be completely honest with you and answering that question? She's like, yeah, of course. You know, you know, new, you know, oh yeah, be honest. Tell me, I love truthful man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't want to know your favorite color. I don't want to talk on the phone every single day. I don't want to text back and forth what you're doing. How's your day? I want to fuck 
two, three times a week. I work two jobs. I really don't have the patience or the time for an actual relationship. Right. You know, this chick swung on me at the table. And I was speaking just as calmly as I am now. People have shown they can't handle truth. Truth is disrespectful. Truth is. Oh, my God. You asked me what I'm looking for. You were truthfully assaulted. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I leaned back and she got all mad and left. I spoke my truth. You asked me, I told you. You know, she called me an hour later, apologized. And we ended up, you know, fucking anyway. But, you know, because she was like, you know, I thought about what you said. And, you know, I was offended. But because something happened in the past, you know, that's got nothing to do. You know, this whole. But if you would have calmed your ass down to begin with accepted the fact that I'm not your past and dealt with the moment. Y'all, you know what happened there? And we're going to close this out just like this. Ready? You know what happened there? Here goes the data I collected and my analysis on this thing. What happened there was she felt your big dick energy. Okay. (laughs) That's what happened. I'm going to tell you what happened. And what she decided to do after she collected that data and, and saw all the potential in there, my girl said, let me conduct some service recovery here. (laughs) <laughs> so I could still get the service and that's what she got so yeah, she did. whoever I mean, she is because on this platform we do not incriminate anyone shout out to you you have made me very very proud and I am going to <laughs> take this with me <laughs> and learn how to conduct service recovery when I impulsively react um, to, to, to someone who is being truthful. Okay, that's what we're going to do here uh, because that is by far one of the most epic stories I've ever heard. She swung <laughs> at me first. She swung at me first, but my hey. girl conducted service recovery. She called you an hour later. There she made a, me proud. There's, there's a skit on a Jay-Z album or one of his early projects that, you know, I love bitches, shy bitches, shy bitches, bad bitches, it don't matter. You're my... uh-huh. The skit before that song is this girl cussing Jay-Z out. And right after that song, hi, I just want to say, say thank you. Yes, yes. Maybe we can hang out. You was really cool. Yeah. It's like, I lived that shit. Yeah. It was wild to, yeah. to see within an hour someone go from this to that yeah but you speak your truth yeah if you gotta you know duck (laughs) do do what you gotta do but speak your truth yeah don't rob somebody of their ability to make an informed decision if you're vibing you're having a good conversation it's going great they're actually on the same wavelength they're just Mm -hmm. shocked that somebody said it first yeah you know you present a scenario and they might need time to think about it, but it might be something they're into. Mm-hmm. But give people the opportunity to make an informed decision. And I find with um, Sex Life and Run the World, you didn't give them an opportunity. At all. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Neither one. You didn't give, you didn't give your, uh, you know, speaking of, you know, Run the World, you didn't give your fiance an opportunity to hear your heart on how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell anybody, your girlfriends, your mom, nobody. Mm-hmm. And in sex life, you didn't give your husband and father, your two kids, an opportunity to learn all of you. Mm-hmm. Before, during, or after getting married, you, you conceal that and then when it boils over, you're upset about how they're reacting to it. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, so there's the communication above all else. The more questions we ask, you know, particularly during dating, I guess what comes back to it, you know, dating, being married, and, you know, you have a situation, you know, cheating or infidelity or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, even, you know, sexual resume, like the beginning topic of all this. Everything comes back to communication. Be open. Speak your truth. You know, give them the raw talk. Double dose, Mm -hmm. you know. And let the chips fall where they may and be okay with wherever it ends up. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. (laughs) No, no. And and let me be honest why. Because Mm -hmm. when it comes to your peace, when it comes to your spirit, like don't wait till the last minute to determine that. We we should be working towards that. Mm Mm-hmm continuously um absolutely people come and go 
uh, and hopefully one of those is definitely going to make perfect sense and will stay mm-hmm. right um if that's what we want if that's what we choose for but agreed to the point of control to the point of data collected to the point of um our emotions our egos our 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 self build up that's on us and so how we see the future is also on us we can't expect the person who's just going to come in to figure that shit out for us and build it for that's not how at this age that's not how that shit's going to work absolutely not absolutely not absolutely not um the wildest shit i've seen lately is someone telling um my soulmate will just know how to deal with it. No, the fuck they won't. No. Your soulmate will be a lot more tolerant than other motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> than, you, than you've dealt with. Yeah. Nobody's going to come into your life knowing how to deal and handle yeah. and how to work. Get that shit out your head. It's a fucking lie. You yeah. have to put in the work. Right. Twin flames, soulmates, whatever other you know things that are out there. You have to put in the work. Some mm-hmm. is going to be easier than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have to put in the work. You have to speak your truth no matter what. Mm-hmm. A soulmate, a twin flame, whatever, you can bear it all out and they'll embrace it. It'll feel natural. You still have to put it out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was funny. I, I, I replied back like, nah, that's some bullshit. They're like, why? I was like, here. Oh, well, shit. You're kind of right. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop posting shit because it sounds profound. It's, it's. You, you still have to critically think about this. This is your life. Mm-hmm. Relationships are your life. Gotta look at it on a more serious level beyond the meme. I know it's so easy to do that with social media. Life ain't a meme, yo. Yeah. Shit is real. People are really getting their heart broken. People are getting divorced at wild rates. Not speaking your truth and waiting and hoping. That's the shit that is killing relationships. Mm-hmm. And I'm not speaking out my ass. I know from experience <laughs> twice over. You have to speak your truth. The earlier, the better. Save yourself mm-hmm. the headache. Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, I think we may have given people a little <laughs> bit of a headache today, to be honest with you, which is perfectly fine. Um, It'll be all right. that's okay. <laughs> Take it all in, collect the data that you need to self-reflect. Um, They'll play this twice, maybe even three times. But, yeah. You know, and, and, and again, three. please watch those shows. Please reach out to the show here. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you already watched it. Let me know your thoughts on it. If you have, if you haven't, and you go and you start watching it now, both shows, especially again, sex life and run the world. I, you know, this is never really a platform where I discuss TV shows like that, but it was just so reflective to these topics of conversation that I couldn't help Seriously. but highlight them and yeah. to reference them and to really put them on the map. You know, there are very few shows that do that for me. Like Insecure is one of those shows that I fucking love to death from the oh, moment absolutely. that I started watching it, which I binge watched it just like I did with Scandal. I did not watch it from the very beginning and fell in love with it. And man, I should have watched it a long time ago. But nevertheless, um, please go catch up on the series. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your opinions on things. I would be so interested and intrigued to know where your mindset is with both these, you know, these ladies, Billy and Whitney, um, Ola and Cooper, you know, just yeah. the scenarios, just that, what would you do? Like, what would you do if you were either or share with us? Um, this was very insightful. I want to thank you for coming on this platform in the show to finally chop it up on something that not everybody has the balls or the comfort to get uncomfortable and have these type of discussions and keep it all the way raw. You you guys already know Mm -hmm. I say this on this platform, we get comfortable being uncomfortable and no topic Mm -hmm. is ever off limits. And this is definitely one of them. I had to, I'm sorry, guys. You know, some people probably like, damn, it's D, you was like dogging out Whitney and Billy. No, it wasn't about dogging them out. It's just if we're going to get all the way raw with it, we have to see Mm -hmm. the both sides that we were able to see in these shows and really put into perspective, whether it's Billy and Whitney, whether it's Tiffany, whether it's Tatiana, whether it's Mm -hmm. Dolores, shout out to my middle name. You already know. Um, Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it could be anybody really in that situation. We Mm -hmm. really have to 
collect this data and figure out like it's not about who to blame it's about how do i fix this or do i just walk away right exactly like like it's accountability what you've done and 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 assess it and then do something about it don't just sit there no it was you 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 like we get nowhere stop the Mm -hmm. pointing of the fingers make things work um calling out accountability is not uh hating it's not threatening it's not disrespectful mm-hmm. you know own it you did yeah. what you did own it yeah how do we move forward from here yeah. but if you can't own what you did man th- 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 no relationship will last absolutely Oof, that was a word all right. Do you want to tell my listeners where they could find? I know you say you keep your picture private, <laughs> but you know, if you want, we can include it just so they know for reference. I've I've been really thinking about just opening it up public. You know, okay. mostly you know early when my daughter was younger, I posted a lot you know about her and so forth. But you know, you got some weirdos out there, and I I had to check two people on that yeah. dumb shit, and I'm very yeah. protective of my daughter. You know. Yeah. But um at frank dot said so on okay. instagram i'm not on facebook i'm not on twitter um i work a lot so social media is not something that i spend a whole lot of time on so frank dot said so on instagram mm-hmm. you know shoot me a request i'll accept you <laughs> you know we could chit chat you know whatever have you i i welcome you know all kinds of you know discussions like these yeah raw I, I i like having these types of conversations also recently as of yesterday my brother dragged me on to clubhouse oh god i'm over well, frank it frank said so on clubhouse as well and i'm fighting fan base but they're coming to android at the end of the month and it's like i don't know if anybody really wants <laughs> to hear what i gotta say but you know if you go to my website, Frank said so. I'm a voiceover artist. I do, you know, yeah. articles, things of that nature, but, you know, audio books and things of that nature. So if you want to keep hearing my voice and meditations and reviews and books and stuff like that, you can find some yeah. samples. So. All right. Well, he just pulled the plug on that one. You know, I have a few people who <laughs> um, definitely look for um, voiceover actors. So okay. I'll let them okay. know. Absolutely. And you guys already know. Thank you once again for joining. Uh, This has been another week and another episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast. As always, I am your host, Misty, and you guys will tune in next week. Bye. Peace, y'all. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we are live on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you later. Bye.